Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Today, I'm going to follow on from what we were talking about in Wednesday's episode, episode 134. And I want to talk to you today about making sure that you're serving the right people the correct amount. On Wednesday's episode, I was somewhat talking ruthlessly. However, it makes really good business sense to understand that you have a life raft and you can only allow so many people on that life raft or in that life raft before inevitably that life raft will sink with you and everybody else in it. I talked about how demand on your time, on your attention, on your focus may have never been more intense than during this period as your clients are struggling, they have their worries and their own anxieties. And I was saying how basically you cannot save everybody. You can't work with everybody. You can't give everybody your time for free, that you have to make sure that you save those people who you can save and you're saving those people who are the right people for you to save. It doesn't mean that you let everyone else drown. It just means that your life raft, your life vessel, you, your time, your energy, your focus can only save a certain number of people. And you want to make sure that you're saving the right people for you. Okay. This is not about being selfish. This is not about you know, letting other people fail or anything like that. It's just acknowledging that if you're that kind of entrepreneur, that kind of business where, you know, you built your business to serve, to help, to save people, then that's kind of what you want to do. And you feel guilty about not, you know, just giving every ounce of everything you've got to try and save just one more, just one more. And in doing so, potentially you're sinking yourself, sinking your business you're not giving the attention to your family, your loved ones, and not giving the attention to yourself that you need in order to keep yourself afloat, keep yourself strong, so that you can continue to serve, to help, support, and to save those businesses that you can save. So how much support should you give people? Well, number one, it depends on how much time you have, the resources you have. Is, is it just you and your business? Do you have other people supporting your client base or your prospects or just the business community at large out there, your customer base? Or do you have restrictions on your time, restrictions on how many people you can support? Well, of course, there's restrictions. It just depends on whether that's 10 clients, 20 clients, 100 clients. I touched on this last episode, which was about how some of the people that you're trying to help and want to help are actually unsavable. In other words, you know, they're already done. They're already gone. They're not fighting. They're not trying to save themselves. They might be hoping that you can save them on their behalf. And that really isn't someone that you're really actually going to be able to have significant impact in. I talked about how, you know, you should be really focusing on those people who are going to take what you offer them and implement it and create change from it. And they're going to go and fight for themselves with what you give them and how they're going to ultimately make you look good. You know, they're going to 
show you what you're capable of when you give what you've got to the right audience, the right people, the right businesses. As a follow-on to that, I want to talk to you today about how much you might give individual people. Let's say you've got 100 clients. Would you divvy up your time between 100 clients equally? So each one gets 1% of the amount of time that your business or you have to support them. Do you go for your favorite clients? Do you work with those clients that, as I've already said, are the ones that are going to implement what you're going to give them and therefore get the result that you're trying to give everybody maybe at the moment, which is they'll survive, number one, and maybe even thrive through these times? Well, one of the things I want you to base your criteria on is that you should be giving your time proportionate to the lifetime value or the lifetime potential of any given client. So let's say, for example, you've got one client and it's a short-term project and they're a demanding client and they're taking time, they're taking your energy, they're taking all your resources. And, you know, we've all got these clients, we've all had these clients in the past and they're a real drain on you. They're a drain on you emotionally, energetically. They're a drain on your resources as a business owner and maybe the resources within your business. And they're only a short transactional client. So I'm not saying you shouldn't serve them because you've sold them a product and you've sold them an outcome and you need to deliver that service and deliver that outcome. But should you be spending as much time as you are potentially spending with those clients? Well, obviously the answer is no, because there's other clients out there that you've got who are going to be with you maybe not transactionally, but going to be with you maybe for six months, 12 months, a year. Maybe they're going to stay with you for multiple years. So one of the criteria I want you to think about in terms of how much time and energy do you give isn't just about the value of the client today. It's possible you have a high-paying transactional client that's demanding so much time and so much energy right now. And actually, over the next three months, they might be worth a substantial amount to you, but it pales into insignificance compared to maybe a lower-paying client, someone that's paying you less money, but who might be with you for the next five years and therefore the amount of money you'll get in that lifetime will dwarf the short-term transactional, albeit high-value client that you have. So of course we want high-value clients. Of course we want long-term clients. What I'm really looking at here is how much time and energy you're giving any specific client. We've fallen foul of this in the past, by the way, in my own business, which is, you know, you have some really demanding clients and those clients are taking a disproportionate amount of your time, of your energy, of your focus, of your business resources compared to what they are putting in. Does this make sense? And other clients, for example, who go quietly, almost unseen because they're quiet and they don't kick up a fuss and they're not very demanding and they kind of go unnoticed and yet they probably deserve your support more so because actually these might be the clients that are going to be with you much longer term. So again, I know I can sometimes sound very ruthless and merciless. I'm not. What I'm saying is typically there's certain a percentage of our client base that will draw a disproportionate amount of time and energy and focus from you. And then equally, some of these clients are low paying, transactional some of them might be high paying, but transactional. And actually where energy should probably go is in nurturing those clients that are going to be with us long term, whether they're high paying or low paying, it's looking at how much they're going to be worth to you, to your business over the next 12 months, 24 months or 10 years or however long you feel they're going to stick with you. So what when you think about 
is when it comes to grading your client base and start thinking not just about the short-term value, start looking at lifetime value and start supporting those people who are going to do the most with what you offer them, stay with you the longest, and ultimately become very high-paying long-term clients. Now, this does require you to assert yourself over your client base or over your prospect base, because ultimately you want to make sure that you stick to your own agenda. You want to make sure that once you identify who you want to give your time to, your energy to, your support to, when you've identified those clients that maybe you want to go above and beyond with, then it's obviously about sticking to that agenda And it is about pushing back and exerting back on those other clients that might be taking more from you than maybe what you should be giving them. So have a little think of that as you go into the weekend. Think about how your time's being used. You only have a certain amount of time, a certain amount of money, a certain amount of energy, emotional energy. You only have a certain amount of attention and focus and space and business resources And you have to really make sure that you divvy those up in an appropriate way. And once again, just to reiterate, this is not about pulling the support from your client base. This is not about not giving support to your client base. This isn't about giving people what they've paid for, what they deserve, what they rightfully can demand from you because you've promised them a product, a service, an outcome. This is about looking at some of those clients that are taking way more than other clients And ultimately, you will get a lot less back in return. Equally, it's about looking at those clients that maybe you're not giving the focus to because they're not shouting, they're not making the noise, and actually understanding that their long-term value to you might be demanding that actually you give them a disproportionate amount of your time right now. It might make good business sense. Again, we're talking commercials here. We're talking business savvy. I get it. This can be quite emotional. I get it. This can be quite challenging for some people to think like this. But ultimately, stealing upon the analogy of the last episode, you are a life raft and you owe it to yourself and everybody in that life raft to keep it afloat, to keep it safe. And if you keep piling in people and you keep trying to save the world, then ultimately it will sink you and it will sink everyone around you because you'll be no use to anybody if you're burnt out, resentful, if you haven't got the time and the energy or the space to be able to serve those people, then ultimately you're not going to save anyone. Today, I'm talking pretty straight here about commercials. Make sure your energy goes to those people that ultimately it makes sense to give it to. Provide the service that everyone pays you, get the outcome that you promised everybody, and if you over-promise, then you're going to have to over-deliver, you're going to have to take that one on the chin. This is not about cutting back from people, this is not about shortchanging people, this is just about making sure that your energy, your focus, your time, your money, your resources go where you get the maximum returns. And often those clients, those people can be almost invisible to you because they're drowned out by the noise of the customers, the prospects that are constantly demanding of your time. Nice one, guys. Listen, I hope you've had a good week, all things considered. People out there, they're doing business, they're making sales. 
everybody I know who is actively going out and prospecting and selling right now, they are finding opportunities. They're putting in proposals. They're making sales. Some of them in industries that we would have thought were completely and utterly dead going through the current set of circumstances. Don't sit on your laurels. Don't sit back. Don't wait for shit to happen to you. Don't wait for the government to save you. Don't wait for the world to wake up, come about and start doing business as usual. Set your plan. Set your strategy. Take control of your own agenda. Go out there. Fight for your business. Fight for yourself. Fight for those customers that you're working with. Protect that life raft, which is yourself your business, and those chosen customers that you really want to work with. And you know what? We will get through this. If you haven't yet done the Six Figure Fast Track, then don't forget the Six Figure Fast Track is waiting for you. It's a webinar masterclass that's been specifically put together for the five-figure service-based business that wants to achieve 100K in the next 12 months or less. So maybe you're doing 20, 30, 40, maybe you're doing 50K in turnover, but for whatever reason you haven't yet hit six figures, you haven't yet hit that 100K mark. If you want to know what it takes to take a business to 100K, get yourself on the six figure fast track. I know times might be hard. You might not be thinking about massive growth right now. However, the rules for creating a six figure business, the rules in the six figure fast track are the same rules that you need to be applying right now. In fact, the tougher times are, the more you need to strip back and make sure that you're doing the right things, that you're focused on the right things, that you're putting your energy into the right things. More importantly, that you're not doing the stuff that's holding you back, that's stalling your progress or halting your business altogether. Get yourself on the six figure fast track and get your business back on track, back into growth and get yourself back in the game. You can gain immediate access to the Six Figure Fast Track by going to biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll drop that link in the description below. Have an awesome weekend. I will pick this up on Monday. I'll see you again then. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.